All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yay, this is so exciting. Finally. Finally. Hello, Hello. everyone. Welcome to Ain't That Just The Way. I'm your host, Jordan, and today... Today I'm joined by the love of my life, <laughs> the man who does it all, Tom Barker. That's me. Hello. Hello. How Hi, are baby. You? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. Ah, oh, we are just in your Neverland space yep. right now. Um, we took some nice photos. We and did. So tell tell the the listeners, the three listeners that we have, <laughs> hopefully more, yeah. but uh, yeah, just, just let them know who you are, how mm-hmm. we know each other. Let's, let's go, oh, we'll go all the way, way back. back. Yeah. Let's do introductions. Let's go all the way back. Let's okay. go through time. Um, well, I am radio host by day, uh, photographer, online content creator by night, mm-hmm. and uh, we're currently in my Neverland space uh, where... All of my content creative mind happens. Yes. Um, and it's up in Calgary and Inglewood. Uh, it's really cool. It's in a, a building called the Neverland Arts Collective. And it's, yeah. uh, there's 24 of us here um, who all do different creative things. And um, there's a lot of photographers. We have a music producer. There's a uh, some guys that do resin, other canvas art. Um, there's yeah, there's all kinds. It's of all kinds here. of things. Those the like clothing designers up in here. Yeah, Welders, there's, uh, there's... Detro, uh, Diamonds in the Rough Originals. She's a clothing designer. There's Bramble Lee Pride, who is La Ula Ula. I forget. I don't know how to say okay. it. Okay, but uh, she does <laughs> custom jewelry. I love um, that. Yeah. I love how everyone has their business cards out of their outside of their yeah. rooms and like their own little moment. They have all of, you know, mm-hmm. some, some stuff to just kind of advertise totally what they do. Um, yeah. So you're a host at what are you allowed to say? Yeah. So, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we allowed to talk about that? No. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the Eagle 100.9 in Oak Tokes, um, which is part of Golden West Broadcast. And um, we're a top 40 station. I do the drive home show every day, three to seven. Yes. And uh, it's so fun. I love it. Um, yes. But yeah, that's that's my job. I was middays. I just got moved over to drive. And now yeah. it's amazing. So. It's crazy. And you have had like such an amazing, crazy, wacky journey. Oh my gosh. To get to where you are now. Like yeah. so many iterations of you and so many uh, rebirths and reborns. Oh and, my gosh. I mean, you know, Zumba Tom, Zumba Tom. I, that will always haunt you. I'm so sorry. It does. It haunts me <laughs> it, everywhere. It I will go. haunt you always. Yeah. You did Zumba for like two years and everyone's like, Zumba Tom? Yeah. Zumba Tom. Seriously. Yeah. like, no, bit. I, I, I know. And I was sorry. I've been certified for six years i don't teach anymore and the right. first like two years that i had my license i didn't teach at all yes and so like um then it just there was this period of my life where like i taught constantly all the time yes and and that was that yeah and uh it yeah it does it haunts me i go yeah. to walmart i go to like wherever and it haunts me there's people and they're like Zubatom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Zubatom. Seriously. It's nuts. And so, like, we're, we're finally kind of moving out of that right now. Yes. But, uh, yeah. which is good. So people are starting to see yeah. the more content Yeah. So we had, like, Zubatom, and then we had Cameraman Tom. Cameraman Tom, For the yeah. fishing show, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, so from... So from Cameraman Tom, I love this. How did we get out of Cameraman Tom into kind of where you are now? So you finished doing, because you got your surgery. Yeah. So you couldn't hold 
Yeah, so right? basically what had happened is right before I worked uh, for the show and I was the, the, the lead cinematographer on the show, um, I went to... Uh, I worked at Lids in South Center. Okay. Um, and a customer had moved one of the sliding walls uh, and it had shattered my wrist. Yes. So uh, I had my wrist rebuilt twice and after that my surgeon said, you know, you're not really fit to be holding massive cameras, cameras anymore. Yeah. Um, so after a lot, we kind of had this journey with, with the show and where could I fit in and what could I do? Um, and eventually it came down to like, I have to move on and I have to find something that's a little bit more fitted for what I can do physically. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was kind of like the birth of where photography, what I do now. Yes. Um, Photography Tom kind of collective art Tom. Yes. It moved the hat from one thing to another. So I'll always be grateful for the show because Mm -hmm. it taught me everything I need to know about cameras and all the other things. Yeah. And like editing and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where all my editing. I remember that too. You're like, girl, I have to do all this editing. I I, was a lot of editing. I mean, you're doing a national televised show, right? So the editing was a whole nother beast. And even what I do now is a whole nother beast. But right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's super cool. And then, so how did you get the uh, the radio gig? Oh my goodness. So the radio gig was this whole other thing. And um, basically when I had left the show, um, my surgeon said, you know, we got to do another surgery and you have to take some time for that. Right. Um, so basically in totality, it was about two years I was off work. Wow. Um, and so when it was time, my surgeon said, Kate, you, like you're cleared, you can go back to work, all is good. Um, I went back to work for a company here in Calgary, a retail company. I did that for a year, and then I kind of, because of the nature, it was it was yes. hot. Yeah. So because of the nature of that, I was like, you know, I probably should get out of this industry just in case, whatever. Um, so I looked for something, and I had known, I'd known obviously the guys at the radio for a long time. And, right. Um, they said, we're looking for somebody to do some news, like a news journalist. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm a photographer. I could do that, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I interviewed. I went through about three interviews, and then uh, they, they said, you know, I think you're fitted for a show better than news. Right. Um, and so but they basically said, we have a midday show. It's 10 to 3 every day. Uh, you'll get to be on air, do the fun stuff and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I said, but I have no education in this. So how am I going to Yeah. How am I gonna do a show? Right, right, right. They said, we're going to teach you everything you got to know and blah, blah, wow. blah. So I went through this big training process and now here we are. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I remember that. The the business, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> with the... With the uh, you know, yeah, the, a marijuana. With the marijuana. But like, yeah, maybe not the best. You know what? It was looking. a great job and I would I would do it again, hands yeah. down. Uh it was just that with the kind of futile environment of marijuana up until legalization, it was It was like, a hit or miss. It yeah. was very volatile and yeah. not you needed something exactly. stable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So and this is stable and it's fun. Yeah. So making this de- like making this decision to rent a studio space full time. Mm-hmm. It's a big decision to make. Huge. Um, what are some things that people need to consider when renting a space like this? Uh so if you're looking to rent a creative space, it's one of those things where you either have to decide are you is it gonna be a business place for you or are you gonna make money out of it? Right. Um are you going to uh, use it as an office space right. where you can go and get work done. Like, what is your goal here out of the space? Yeah. Um, and it's okay for that to change because mine did. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first rented the space, I <laughs> I had said, it's a little bit too much money for me. I don't know if I can do it. I have to drive in from Okotoks every day. Right. Um, and eventually, I kind of just said, 
I need a space for my creative vision to flourish and it isn't going to do it in my parents' basement. Yeah, no honey, no ma'am. Exactly. (laughs) So eventually I said, you know, I'm going to move out of my house. I'm going to drop all my bills. I got rid of my car and Mm -hmm. uh, I did a whole, and I'm not saying that everybody needs to do this, but but for me in this kind of expensive environment we live in, um, I got rid of my car payment. I took all my bills down. I have one bill, which is now my phone bill and um, my studio and everything. Um, But if anybody needs to consider anything, consider like, where your money's going to come from. For me, right. because I work full-time, yeah. it's fine. I can afford it. Yes. Um, but if you're doing something full-time, make sure it's going to be a space you can make some money out of. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. so this space for you is, be- like, all kinds of things. It's all kind. You know, yeah. it first started out as a photo studio. Just I was purely. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I will do photos out of here and only photos out of here. Right. Um, I moved in. And once you get into this building, like, you, which now you've You're part seen, of the family. You're yeah. part of the family. And, like, and your, uh, your creative mind just it explodes yeah right when you get here and so um i moved my all my computer gear up here everything that i do and i do all of my stuff now out of the studio Mm -hmm. um i do a lot of podcasts out of the studio as i'm doing now um and i do really a lot of meetings with clients here right um and all that sort of jazz and I, i do digital prints of things and i draw and i do art and um, I do painting in here. Yeah. It just is a place for me to go. A lot of people, I guess, have them in the garage. Or right. Or have whatever. Um, it's the same sort of thing as having a home gym. Right. I just have it 35 minutes away in a creative building. Yeah, <laughs> but it's amazing. Like, this space is just so, mm-hmm. so wonderful. And, and, like, the whole building is just, like, great vibes all the way through. It's awesome. And, like, yeah. the yeah. open door policy, you know, people just open their doors. People yeah. come by. People yeah. want to always you know, create together and oh, yeah. collab together. And I just, and I love that. I mm-hmm. love the openness. And I think that's important for people to understand is the, yeah. the need to be open yeah. to possibilities and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so great. I know. It's so fun. Like I love yeah. that you're here and you get Thank to Thank you for having it. me here. Yes. Yeah. I get to experience all of the, yeah. all of the amazingness all the creative things and the, and the yes. good thing is that we did a photo shoot here and now we're sitting doing this yeah so it's a really versatile space yeah exactly and it's so easy to move everything around yeah <laughs> like, exactly also this desk that you got is amazing isn't that awesome yeah it's like a rolly cart and it's just, it's the best um so yes yeah, so we talked about neverland so neverland this building is owned by the city but it used to be a brothel so it used to be a brothel oh my god don't spill the tea <laughs> okay so uh this building used to be the shamrock hotel okay um which was a landmark of calgary it was a right. huge uh hotel and the hotel actually was across the street from here okay um and then this was like i guess a bunch of extra rooms for yeah. the hotel yeah uh and so uh when they closed down the shamrock which was a brothel yes ish sort of deal yeah um they knocked down the actual hotel, and then this building became part of the city. Right. Um, and I don't know exactly the full story, but right. the basic gist is that the city said, like, here's a condemned building, and the Arts Foundation was looking for something like this. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had this. So the Neverland Arts Foundation took the building. Um, I believe they just pay rent or something like that. Right. Uh, they took this building. They renovated. They gutted it. They renovated yeah. it. Um, and they were saying they found like condoms and needles. Oh, all probably under the floors. all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, they had their work cut out for them when they first got into this building. Yeah. Um, and now they've completely redone it. Every room is different. Some have carpet. Some have wood. Some have like mine. They just wood a wood floor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every room is different, and now it's this flourishing like art yeah. space. Yeah. yeah, the space is amazing. I really think these spaces are important. Mm-hmm. 
um, especially in the you know economical climate we're in, the political yeah. climate we're in. People need a s- safe spaces yeah. where you can't just walk in through the front door because what it because it's it's a code you need to get in. Exactly, so people yeah. can't just like walk on in. Yeah, it's a it's a private building, and every month on the first Friday of the month we have an open house, so yeah, the public can come through and see the rooms and and meet the resident and, artists. Yeah, and yeah. see what people are creating in their own city. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, more spaces like this, please. Neverland. Co-working, Foundation, yeah, man, you. it's becoming a yes. Land. Okay, co-working. Okay, let's talk about this. All right, I want you to just go for it. Tell me, co-working. So uh, this is a huge thing that's going on in the world right now. Okay. Um, and I didn't realize what co-working was until I found Neverland. Um, it's it's basically a space, and Neverland is a really special case of co-working. Yeah. Purely because of studios and because of everything else, but uh, it's becoming this thing where businesses and buildings are starting to rent out uh, desks or a working space within the building. Um, and you can rent it out by the day, you can rent it out by the month, by the week, right. whatever. Uh, whatever the building wants to do and they have a bathroom and Wi-Fi and everything for you. Kind of like mm-hmm. a Starbucks, but it's just you rent the table so nobody else right. can there, right? Right. Um, and so it's this huge thing that's happening really all over Canada. It's massive in Canada right now. Okay. Um, and they're bringing pilot projects of co-working to rural communities uh, like Okotoks or High River or all these surrounding places. Yeah. Um, but it's basically because of the world we're in, I forget the exact stats, but um, a massive portion of the millennial generation is now very entrepreneur focused. Yes. And so there's a lot of people that aren't working for big box companies anymore. Yeah. They're starting their own. And there's this massive movement of shop local. That's yes. also helping towards that. Yes. And support local and exactly. all that. Yes. They're yeah. using this like this movement and it's working. Yeah. Right. Um, it's unfortunately it's sad because of the environment, the economical environment that we live in, where people can't really afford to use local businesses, but they're doing it anyway. Yeah. So which I think is really cool. Um, and it's these people just using services and all these other things. But um, no, co-working is massive right now. And spaces like this are popping up everywhere. Yeah. Like downtown Calgary is one of them. There's a yeah. massive co-working population. I love um, that. Yeah. yeah. And you'll find all different ones. You'll find like LGBTQ co-working centers. You'll find um, specifically for female entrepreneurs. Right. Uh, co-working spaces specifically for males. It's just very, yeah. You have to find the one that works. Yeah, yeah, and one that kind of caters to what you're yeah. wanting to do or needing to do. Totally. Oh, I'm in love. <laughs> I, like, had to take a moment of, like, oh, my God. So yeah. co-working is, like, co-working its own, like, foundation? Or how does that... Is co-working just, like, the movement that people are using? Co-working like... is kind of... It's kind of just the movement. Um, okay, that's the... what it's called. Exactly, okay. yeah. It's, it's, it's co-working without working together sort of deal. But right. It's, uh, it's also a really great way for... Uh, entrepreneurs and just freelance workers and whoever um, to find other services that they maybe they need to use. It's a great mm-hmm. way for people to find um, accountants. Yeah. Or, well, and I guess it's know. a it's a good way of of it's a good mindset to have. Yeah. It's a good way of thinking. I mean, like, hey, you random person, um, you like making art. I like making art. Yeah. Let's rent a space together. Mm-hmm. Let's like find a building. Let's get yeah. a bunch of people together and just. Which is essentially, you know, what this is, where the yeah. Neverland was like, let's just get a bunch of totally. creative people in here. And yeah. it's just all kinds of everything. And yeah. it's great because, you know, you think of ideas, you think of yeah. things to create that you would never even think of because you have all of these brilliant yeah. minds together. And like, yeah. it's blowing my mind. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. Yeah. I even was, I even asked Tom, I said, is there a space? 
Is there a space? <laughs> and apparently there was, but now it's gone. So now it's I'm taken. It's, mm. Places like this are really hard to get into. Yeah, I can, um, I can only imagine. Yeah. Especially if they're an established place. There's a lot of that are popping up that have right. available space. Um, but somewhere like this, somewhere like Neverland, who's established, they've had a really, really good uh, life so far. Right. And will continue to do so. Yes. Um, when spaces become available, they usually get snatched up almost Yo, immediately. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, Neverland has a waiting list, I think, of 16 people. <laughs> 20 people. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and no. I don't think anyone's going to give up a spot anytime soon no. up in here. So. And we won't. Like, in this no. thing, even, you know what? I will go out and I will sell my body <laughs> so that I can pay for this space because I know uh, how like lucrative it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a great space. And Inglewood is really kind of thriving. Yeah. Inglewood is the heart so, of downtown. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people say it isn't, but it is. Yeah. Because uh, we're right down the road from places like the Ironwood and the Eden and all of these, like, places that are really deep-rooted in Calgary. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So, I mean, we're at nine minutes from the National Music Center. Ah. Oh, right? So, I love that. Yeah. And it's where Inglewood is a massive art scene. Yes. Uh, massive art scene. It's a massive... Music scene. Uh, music scene. Entrepreneurial scene. You've got places like the... Blue, blues can the blues can blues yeah can? i think i called it tin can earlier when we <laughs> yeah, were talking yeah, yeah i did no. i was like oh the tin can no, I, I'm like, but it's that. funny because i was like yeah that one like <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even realize you knew, though yeah, yeah exactly blues can oh yeah, yeah. So. that's amazing it's crazy yeah oh my god so i'd encourage anybody to get a co-working space if you can, yeah if you like, have any way like hey even if you want to do art for fun and it's not even a business yeah just get one yeah like if you work full-time and you can afford yeah, yeah and you can it. afford it yeah, yeah definitely yeah just to have a place a creative outlet place that you can go to totally yeah yeah because you get studio spaces like this kind of in university sometimes but yeah. then you're done university exactly. then you're like well what do i do now like yeah. paint in my freaking bedroom <laughs> like paint in my garage like you said exactly like, and there's a but, the good thing about co-working too is that um and this is where a massive force of the movement comes from is uh, freelance workers and entrepreneurs who it's just a one-person business or a sole proprietorship yeah um the there's a massive rate of depression mm. and isolation that comes along with that because you're working in your house all day yeah and a lot of people they don't get to go out especially if you're uh you run a business that is either like very phone oriented yes. so you're talking to people on the phone as opposed to uh something where you're having clients come or doing whatever yeah um co-working is great for uh, just having the social interaction yeah, to force you to be yeah exactly. social and yeah. you were talking about networking networking is great i mean that's you know so both of our backgrounds are theater mm -hmm. and it's like day one they're like yeah. network yeah network 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 meet people put your name out there yeah. even if you don't know how to print make yeah. bitch you better learn you better or like learn. yeah or like ask them to teach you because people yeah. love you know for the most part people i think enjoy mm -hmm. sharing their craft and what they enjoy yeah. doing and stuff and like for me like with drag like people are always like oh can you put me in drag makeup and all this stuff and like yeah. i love doing that i love doing yeah. that if the heart is in the right place totally. um i love ding dong oh <laughs> avengers endgame oh my yeah. god i'm done I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three hours of my life, I'll never get back. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> I'll get a lot of shit for that. But, uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, so networking. Networking yeah. is is huge. Networking is so important, especially yeah. as an entrepreneur or as somebody who is... Um, I mean, it's no joke. People are always like, oh, networking, no way. I'm like, no, it is... Like... Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people, uh, they say like, uh, for example, my parents or somebody in like mm. an older generation, yeah. um, they say like, why do you need to be at the bar on a Tuesday night? Yeah. And I'm like, it actually just depends on the, the, uh, industry that you're in. Yeah. You know I mean? For me, 
artists are night people, right? Or yeah. photographers are night people, or even some clients are night people. Yeah. And so when you're out at like a, let's say a CD release, or you're right. out at something like this, uh, it's really important for you to be there because a lot of industry professionals are because they work during the day. Yes. Right? So yeah. it's so important to network with whoever you can, whenever you can. Anyone, because um, yeah. it will come into some kind of play yeah. down and the do road. It, uh, do it tactfully. That's yes. the only other thing is do it tactfully. Can right? you can you elaborate on that? Yeah, a little so, bit? <laughs> so this happens to me a lot being in radio and being right. in um an arts and being even somewhere like Neverland. Mm-hmm. Um they a lot of people will walk up to you and they'll they'll go, Hi, my name's Jordan, what do you do? Or hi, my name's Jordan and I do this. And uh you want that that I do this to come really naturally. You don't wanna you don't wanna walk mm. up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm a photographer. Because right. that immediately sounds like you're here for business. <sighs> yeah. Right? And, and you don't want to get to know the person. And it's yeah. really important to it's really important. build that connection. Yeah. Even if it's just like a initial yeah. something. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, and if true. somebody says like, you know, hey, this is Jordan. He's a photographer or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit different because it's already a business conversation that you're walking into. Right. Um, but if you're just organically meeting people, maybe at like an event or and you're stood at the same table and you just start chatting um you you have to do it really tactfully and i I always wait for them to ask personally um yeah that shows their interest yeah uh but and sometimes people know who you are already right and they're like why didn't you tell me you were a photographer well whatever yeah i don't don't walk up to you and say hi i'm a photographer yeah i'm photographer tom yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. seriously i used to be zumba tom but now i'm photographer Photographer tom Tom. like it's yeah it's just one of those things so if you're ever going to go out and network like be tactful about it right yeah just let it naturally happen yes that's how you're going to get those lifelong clients yeah that's not and yeah and like for me, I think try not to be like weirdly like obsessive mm-hmm. or like kind of very like you can be enthusiastic because yeah. this is the thing is I get I get this a lot with um, like with my drag where yeah. people want to be in my drag shows. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, my name's in and I use your drag. And listen yeah. to the thing. And I'm like, yeah. OK, breathe. <laughs> yeah, First of all, right. breathe. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. What is your you know what I mean? Yeah. And, the, and like I'm all about people being in my drag shows. But um you've got to put the work in and you can't also be like kind of thing. Um, And sometimes people will come up to me and I'll go, yeah, okay. But they're just not the one, baby. They're just not the one. And it's because of previous experiences. So let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. People who you've had not so great experiences with in the Mm -hmm. past, who Mm-hmm. The moment you start being somebody, yeah. coming out of those woodworks, baby, oh, and they, God. you're like, you, you know, they like didn't like you or didn't talk to you or like whatever, weren't like mm-hmm. part of your your zhuzh. And then the yeah. moment you somebody, they're like, oh, hi. And they're hitting hi. you up. Hi. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember you from high school. Oh. And I'm like, oh, you do, huh? You, yeah. you remember from high school? Yeah. You don't remember who I was at grade 12, bitch? Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or these like, people that, like, literally blank you through high school. Yeah. And then the moment you somebody, they're like, oh, my God. We oh. should link up. And, and I'm sure yeah. you get that all the time. All the time. Like. Uh, a massive <laughs> one I get is, is uh, musicians. Mm. Um, and everybody knows Michaela, my best friend, musician. Yes. You know, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to Michaela Sheedy. Yes. What up? And hit, hit up her single. Uh, <laughs> I make bad look good. Spotify, anywhere you can get your music. Yes. <laughs> Where you can also get this podcast. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no. So this is a huge thing. This happens to me all the time in radio. Um, people who know you or uh, whatever, whatever, you know, like you were saying, um, they... Uh, 
they <laughs> they hit you up and they're like, oh my god, I, I need photos. Or like, hey, like, can you play my music on the station? Mm. It's these people. And a lot of times, if I knew you in high school or whatever, if you blanked me or yeah. whatever, um, I believe everybody needs an, an equal opportunity. Yes, 100%. And if you have the connection, use it. But this is where tactful networking comes yes. into play. Right? Yes. So, like, if you have a song or something or you need photos done or whatever uh approach me and say like hey i really enjoy listening to your show or i really enjoy your work yes um, i'd love if we could work together sometime yes or uh have an I, idea about know, a collaboration yeah or i have uh, some idea yeah. for a collab or if you're a musician per se um reach out to me and say hey love listening to your show um i did just release new music i just wanted to share it over with you right All right doing something like that and i'd Definitely. be like dude this is awesome Thank yeah you for reaching out yes but it's those people who straight up blank you and then you're like oh my god i need some photos really bad can you do them for free that's the kicker because Ooh. they never want to pay for it well see that's the thing is that they want to pay for your time exactly. but your time is valuable exactly like incredibly valuable and it's this whole like um oh well just like for exposure or yeah. like oh just for for that i'm like um no or you could just pay me because that would be great literally um and people did that a lot like with my drag well, they'll be like, oh my God, can you like do my makeup or like, can you do this gig? Can you do that gig? And I'm like, well, honey, like, yeah. what are we talking here? You like, rate. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even like having a rate, like that's something that I've had to like think about. It's like my time is valuable. That's true. And so I need to like, yeah. And then, yeah. And then these people, yeah, that just come out of the woodworks. And they're like, oh my God. Like I didn't come, I, I mean, like we're like best friends. Yeah. We've known each other for a very long time. Whew, like, like a decade. I, yeah, it was a decade. <laughs> like yeah. Literally almost a decade. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I wasn't like, oh my God, let's do all these things. I like, mm. I wanted to do this podcast with you because yeah. I, I think you're great and I, the people need to know. And, and um, I want to get this podcast back onto its feet. Totally. For those who are listening, I haven't released a podcast in a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's We're cool. here. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. But yeah. So thank you for your yeah. time. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. <laughs> I know. Like, um, let's talk about some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of went through everything. I guess so. I mean, I uh, so okay. This is so weird for me because uh, it's my job to ask questions. Yes. And, uh, your guys' job to answer, but uh, like I want to ask like a little bit more about drag. Yeah. And, like because I think uh, drag is becoming really mainstream mm. obviously with RuPaul's Drag Race yep. and uh, all of these other things Ooh, yeah, I know I, I, I know <laughs> I know we're about to get into it uh, because drag uh, there's uh, queens and kings are popping up everywhere mm-hmm. and this is a question I get a lot because people will find out I'm gay and they'll say like oh like do you do drag or you know do oh my you got RuPaul's Drag Race yeah or my friend does drag or mm. whatever and I want to know um, I know that your your thing uh, most recently has been uh, stop judging queens based on the standards of drag race yes uh elaborate on that tell okay. me a little bit more about it so this is the sh- this is the deal okay yeah. this is the thing so rupaul literally picks what he wants the mainstream to see yeah right i mean th- this is not a secret he yeah. handpicks all of the queens that are yeah. going to be on his and season you make it known on the show yeah right yeah. right and so for me it's just insane because now we have all of these 
you know, royal drag race royalty. And it's all mostly for the one part, for the most part, the same note. Like, yes, you have people who stand out. Sometimes those people that stand out win. But for the most part, you've got those people that stand out and then the judges go, yeah, but like, could you just like be glamorous? Yeah. And then it's like, well, what is that glamour? You know, like I remember, I'll never forget, I think it was season... 10 and it was dusty ray bottoms and she came out in that sickening like this is me with those dots on her face face, which i live for because like hello yes what originality yeah what is that and then michelle visage was like is this going to be a thing we see all of the time yeah and then she never did it again and i was like but like that's her thing um so for me it's 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 a lot of um drag race has also ruined local drag yeah for people in the sense that pride organizations mm-hmm. not just whatever the ones that are local around here just in general yeah like bars and and pride collectives will um you know hire these drag race queens yeah instead of hiring their own queens yeah or they'll hire outside of their city and their town to get other people to come in yeah instead of going to their local yeah. people and it's really oh it makes me feel some Type away. I know you brought it up because it gets me so fired. He did. But yeah, he and and you know, um, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Okay. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Do I love RuPaul? No. Yeah. Because RuPaul is very problematic. You know, a lot of people don't know how you know transphobic he is. He still uses. um, Okay, so I'm gonna use a bit of a disclaimer here. I'm gonna use some kind of derogatory words. Um, So this is just like a warning for you, for people who are listening. I don't want to trigger anyone. I don't want to. I don't want anyone feeling any type of way. But I'm about to use some words that RuPaul uses himself. So he uses the word tranny. Yeah. And one, I mean, one of his songs was literally called Tranny Chaser. Yeah. And then you listen to it, you're like, um, this did not age well. And neither yeah. did RuPaul. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? He did not age well. Because there's this, yeah, and he, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Because I think he's that in... uh, gay culture has been really uh, curated by RuPaul. Yes. Purely because he was the first one to do it. Yes. Right? Went back in on Is, his show yeah. with H1 and all these yeah. other things. With the um, RuPaul show with Michelle Visage. Yeah. Like, and it's now back. Yeah. They just announced it's coming back, um, which I don't think is a bad thing because no. I do think it's important that we have a mainstream drag yeah. and gay culture, but we also we, yeah we also need people, some more people. Also, people don't understand, people don't know, I think, that RuPaul doesn't like drag. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, he likes drag, but, I mean, it's a job for him, so he doesn't yeah. actually like being in drag. Yeah. Because if you've noticed, if you've been watching Drag Race recently, the more he cannot be in drag during the during the episode, yeah. he will do it. Yeah. If he cannot be in drag for like the most time, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's like literally he is only in drag for the runway, he'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, I remember he used to do like when they did top four stuff and they did like what's the tea episodes, he would yeah. be in full face. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. He just does it. And he's talked about how it's just like a business for him. Yeah. But um, it just like messes me up when people when like pride communities pride will spend like tens of thousands of dollars yeah. like shangela's going rate right, or whoever's going rate right. it's like seven thousand dollars for one song yeah for what that's just for the song yeah. and then you have to like get her you have to get them out to your your um hotel local hotel you have to you know put all of their um they've got their like riders like what they need for the performances and stuff like so and this is the thing that i see with that is that uh (laughs) 
I, I'm kind of on your level here. If they were to take the money that they would spend on bringing in a queen from Drag Race, 7000 10000 yeah. however much dollars, um, take that, hire a local queen, and then put the rest into uh, LGBTQ resources for kids yes. coming up in the community. Yes. That's where I yes. see it, and that's what I think they should do. And Yeah. yeah. But I'm not opposed to bringing in no. a Drag Race queen. No. You know, but, but bring in one that's... A, good for your brand, good for your community, and yeah. good for the people there. Yes. Right? Also, there's this weird thing with, like, drag queens at Pride, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. Um, someone brought it up to me where it was like, well, Pride is kind of only catered to, um, like, gay men. Yeah. Which I'm totally in agreement with. Yeah. Like, it really has become this thing where it's like, now we just see drag queens. Yeah. Where are the kings? Yeah. Where are the... Okay, so there's this cool new um, kind of concept. It's kind of a, a non-binary like drag. A yeah, sort of where yeah. they're called drag monarchs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like um, people who are who want to be like non-binary, who right. are non-binary, right. um, but also want to do like a kind of a, an androgynous yeah. kind of drag look, or even yeah. just switch between the two and that's not cool. be you, right? And that's so cool. So like, where are our drag kings? Um, where are our drag monarchs? Where are like our drag people of color? You know, yeah, like yeah. where are these people at? And so it's just like really. And I and as much as I I gag when I see a RuPaul's Drag Race queen in my yeah. in my city, like as much as it, I would gag more if they use that for mm-hmm. you know resources for queer youth coming up, yeah. um, resources for you know indigenous youth, people of color youth, yeah. anybody that's yeah. in trouble, yeah. putting that money into community resources mm-hmm. for people in need. Yeah. I would much rather see the money go there yeah. than a queen come and meet her for like two seconds. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would much rather that. Yeah. But I get, I get it. Um, it's just yeah. It's a oh, thing. It's drag a race, thing. and like I love drag, um, but I'm I'm very much getting on this like support local drag thing, yeah. and like please get drag like local drag queens in here. Yeah. Like support your local queens, like. Um, I don't want to like throw any shade or throw people on the bus, but people know how I feel about it. I've been very vocal in Lethbridge. Um, For those who don't know, I am like Miss Sophie Wright, Lethbridge, Alberta. And I make my voice heard (laughs) or at least try to. (laughs) Um, Basically what had happened was it was the 10 year Lethbridge pride anniversary pride Mm -hmm. in the park. 10 years. Amazing. Great. So you think about Lethbridge, you think about drag, who do you think? You think Mama Didi. Didi da da da. Everyone knows it. It's the name on everyone's lips. Yeah. And then all of her children, you know, falling swiftly behind. And it's, yeah. it's great. So who do they hire for their 10-year anniversary, Lethbridge anniversary? A Calgary queen. A Calgary queen. A Calgary. Queen. Actually, yeah. several Calgary queens. Right. They bring down. And I had talked to the people at the time, and I was like, okay, look. What happened? Yeah. Why are you bringing this Calgary queen, this calgary queen to lethbridge pride oh well she donates a lot of a lot of stuff and a lot of her merchandise and a lot of her things i'm not gonna name who it is because people know um and okay yeah she donates a lot of her jewelry and stuff and like i get that and but like come on now yeah put her put her on a poster Put her face somewhere. Like, let her know that it's it's great that she's donating all of these things. Mm-hmm. 
but it needs to be if it's Lethbridge Pride, it needs to be Lethbridge Queens. Yeah. And then this year for Lethbridge Pride, they have um, Terry Stevens coming down to host. Who I do love, Terry. Who Stevens. I love. I yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah. I this is not <laughs> this is no yeah. shade to Terry. I love Terry Stevens. Yeah. She is talented. She is beautiful. She's amazing. You know, she's really like rocked the world here in Calgary. She, she really. I think even Canada wide. Yeah. Terry Stevens, because yes. she does the Taboo Naughty Nice shows yes. all, all over Canada. Uh, yeah. I constantly see her being full own places yeah. to do things yeah. yeah so i think it's cool and yes I, I think it's good that it's local yes ish to alberta yes but yeah i and, and see and see now that's a good point you brought up is like what do you consider local yeah right like do you can like local as in like alberta because mm-hmm. then you get like calgary queens you get edmonton queens to come down or whatever see i would consider local your own city Right, like that's for yeah. me is local, and I yeah yeah I mean I so I get that so that on this whole topic, um, I can see somebody like Terry who is an icon for a legend in drag. Yeah, she is, she's a legend. Yeah, um, bringing her down to Lethbridge as a headliner or has a MC or host or yeah. whatever. Um, I think it's good because that is something that Lethbridge hasn't really seen before. Yes. and it's good to have. I would still consider that local. Yes. Um, because of her stature and her mm. everything else, uh, I don't see a drag race queen, you know, as a headliner as like, oh yeah, you're gonna bring people out, but yeah. like, that doesn't really do anything for your local queens. Well, Somebody yeah. like Terry who understands the movement of local queens yes. and stuff like that, I think it's good. Yeah. Like I, I, I do think that's an okay move. Yeah, uh, to bring Terry in. Yeah. But I mean, I, I do want them to play more of a role in bringing you guys in. Yeah, because their whole thing last time was, oh, well, we want you guys to to enjoy the festivities of the day. And I'm like, what would be enjoyable is if I could perform on that big ass stage that you got right yeah. there, sitting there with all those Calgary Queens performing, yeah. right? Like none of us got asked. We got moved to a children's stage. Yeah. We did songs for kids. Okay, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it was yeah. just, it just felt kind of backhanded and it was a little insulting and i was like yo you need to you know and 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 the other thing that kind of gets me is there's so much opportunity up in here in calgary to perform yeah there's no opportunities in lethbridge to perform i host a monthly drag show that's it the occasional thing here and there but pride is where like drag queens make their money drag queens you know and and we get so many people now to pride in the park in lethbridge like i remember um for the 10-year anniversary, it was 4,000 people in that park. Yeah. 4,000 Lethbridge people right. came, brought their families, yeah. and half of these people don't even know who we are. And yeah. now they'll never know who we are. And they continue to not know who we are right. because they continue to not allow us yeah. to perform. But this year, oh my God, this year we get a 30-minute slot on the main Yay. stage. Come through. That's awesome. So we're going to do Lip Sync Roulette. Nice. Um yeah oh my god. have you ever heard of lip sync roulette no. oh my god okay so lip sync roulette is two teams mm-hmm. and you have an mc who chooses all of the songs and there's categories right and then each category has like a 1v1 2v1 right. king versus queen right. all that kind of stuff and then the song comes up and you don't know what it is you know what Crazy. it is it's all random Holy so crap. you could really know the song or you could really not know the song. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. And then, and then like the audience obviously cheers for whoever they, right. they want the most. Yeah. Um, but I think that's great. I love yeah. Lip Sync Roulette. It is so yeah. much fun because when that song comes on and you know it, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like, here we go. You did. Yeah. yeah right. Like yeah. you're ready to just like lip sync for your life. Totally. Um, and it's been, it's been a real big success. It actually just went uh, out to Halifax. Nice. Um, yeah. So Heist is a theater company, uh, um, 
a queer theatre company out in uh, Halifax. And uh, yeah, Richie and Aaron. I love those two. So they were integral in the creation of Theatre Outre. Okay, right. um, And the beginnings of that many, many years ago. And then they went to back home, out east, to do Heist. And uh, now they're bringing Lip Sync Roulette out there. And I'm very, very excited for that and for them. So... Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah, wow. um, so yeah, local, local queen. <laughs> it's it, that was that was a whole oh, journey we just that went was. On. No, I I think it's important. I think it's uh, I think um, it is, and being in radio too, being in the music industry, yeah, um, to, to make sure we're really looking out for each other yeah. locally and really helping each other as much as we can. Yeah, in any ways that we can. Yeah, um, but not but not letting people like use you. Yeah, also and like making sure that you're. Your time is your money, so like, bitch, better have my money. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. she better have it. I mean, pay for the service. Yes, right. Really, is what yeah. it comes down to. Pay for the service, and if if you strike a deal and say, you know, I'll do this for free, yes, then do yeah. that. But you know, use if you use a service, pay for it. Yeah, right. That's the way I see it. Yeah, but definitely. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Uh, it's crazy. I'm glad that we went into the drag thing because yes. that was a whole thing. I've only ever seen you perform once. Oh my in gosh, life, one once, time in your whole life? At the drag, I think it was the Diva Cabaret at the Lethbridge Casino. Oh, it was. Uh, quite a few years oh. ago. I think it was probably three or four years oh ago Oh my god, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. because then I remember I brought you backstage. Yes. And then you were like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was feeling my oats back was, there. Was that was that the year? No, that wasn't the year. Was that the year that Mama popped off? No, it was the year after I, I think, think you came. The, yeah. I think it was the year after. <laughs> Woo! That was legendary. I'll yeah. never forget that year. Yeah. Um, Mama just went in for the kill, honey. She was like, I'm, I've had it officially. <laughs> I just like left. I love it. Bless. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, no, this is, this is rad. I love it. We're just chilling on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the, a little bit of time. This has been really fun. This has been really fun. But, uh, yeah. We'll have to do more of these yes this has been really fun doing my first podcast in the studio yeah in the Neverland studio in the Neverland studio and uh fuck man I love Neverland yeah. literally I, love I, I wrote it in chalk, chalk on the door uh I finally got to use my light up sign my yes. on air sign outside the <gasps> yes. door yes so currently podcasting yeah podcast in progress and yeah. nobody's walked by no I think they're all paying attention to the sign I love it. But yeah, love this it. is fantastic. I, uh, I I ask this at the end of every interview on Michelle. Anything else you want people to know about you or your organization or what you do? Do you, <laughs> do you, do you have anything else you want people um, to know? Maybe your listeners about, yeah. about you because um, you're always talking about other things. Yeah, I don't even know what I want people to know. That's a great question. You're Thank right. you. Yeah. You're so good at this. Oh, thank God, because that's why they pay me the big bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what do I want people to know about me? Um, I'm hireable. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, girl. I will, I will drag your life up. Yes. Um, I've also thought about being pe- people's like personal assistant and or personal shopper because yes. I realized I'm a great stylist and I can style people the house down boots because yes. I I just finished my job at Le Chateau, right? Where I was full time management and. Uh, I was dressing people up very nicely. People were like, you're good at this. And I was like, hmm. Man, get into it. Though. Right? Like, get into it. So if you ever need a stylist, let me know. Personal assistant. Yes. I will run your life. Totally. Um, I do leave for Dublin in a week, though. So, like, cash me <laughs> after that. 
<laughs> so hit me up after my trip yes to after my trip to dublin which yeah. um is great we're going with theater mm-hmm. Utre. we're taking like orpheus written by brett Dahl. Mm-hmm. um it is it was the world premiere of it in lethbridge two months ago and wow. now we are taking it to fringe that's insane to the queer uh, to the gay sorry not queer to the gay theater festival in that's dublin amazing yeah and then i think we're gonna try and take it to vancouver yes vancouver fringe um and hopefully also in calgary right. um there's a few um artistic producers who are interested in it who want to kind of mm. keep it yeah. want to bring it here um because when we did it in lethbridge people were like this needs to yeah. go to calgary right um because it's a very touchy subject but right. a very important one that people right. don't really talk about a lot yeah um being yeah 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 i love it so yeah i don't know what else people want to know um yeah i just love making art and i love collaborating with people and i love just man do it more doing all the yeah do it all the time i'm here now so if you can create art anywhere you go your life is golden game on anything that same question for you i want people to know yes not a whole lot i mean uh love each other and make sure you spread love in the world. I yes. just did that with a video I released on my social media a yes. little while ago. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. So plug your social medias, please. All of them. <laughs> do it. Plug uh, them up. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at TommyYYC. Um, you can find me at my website, TomBarkerYYC.com. Uh, Facebook, Tom Barker, B-A-R-K-E-R. Okay. That's my uh, Facebook page. And that's really it. Those are the three ways you can contact me. Um, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. email. And uh, my email is tom at tombarkeryyc.com. So you can definitely send an email okay. over there. I'll link all of this into the description exactly. too. So yeah, they so, can find you and all yeah. that good stuff. That's where you can find me. And uh, you can, anybody can always call me and text me, email me, whatever. But spread love and yes. fucking just make equality happen. <laughs> yes. You know. And pay people. Pay them. Pay your local artists. Yes. Pay them, pay them local artists. Yes, 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 hundred percent. Well, I mean, I already have like I feel like I already have like three business cards, and I was here for like two hours. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I was like, I was like this where we um, interacted with this lady who um, makes uh, like D and D stuff. Yeah, so I'll plug her. Her name is Mel. Yes, um, the Queen of Arts. Yes. Her page. Yes. And she makes amazing like monster boxes. Yes. Yeah. And all kinds of other D and D things, and I was like. "Hmm." Interesting. Yeah. Because I have people in my life who live for D&D. Me too. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm going to support her. Do I have $100 right now? I surely don't. But <laughs> Pay I, your local artist and you would. <laughs> exactly. Right. But, but maybe I might. Yeah. Maybe I might. That's true. Um, yeah. That's I think craziness. we're good. I think that's great. We've covered so many We don't things. have to reach an hour, girl. We re- wrote real well. I don't even know where we... Well, we have 45. 45 minutes. There you go. It's a solid amount of time. Yeah, we can do um, the whole... Now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Oh. If we had any sponsors, sponsor me. Yes. Right. If you want to sponsor me, I would love to use your products. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's something. Yeah, it's like I'm looking for sponsors. Okay. Always looking for sponsors. I think about maybe starting a Patreon, um, but I would like sponsors. Yeah. Um, I will plug the absolute ebbing living god shit out of your (laughs) product. Um, You can find me on Instagram Mm -hmm. at painkiller, P-A-Y-N-E-K-I-L-L-R. No E, because I'm edgy like that. Edgy. (laughs) You can email me at Jordan. Robert Payne at gmail.com. It's spelt how it's spelt, girl. Like if you can't know, <laughs> if you don't know how to spell those things, you need assistance. Um if you can't spell that you got no business being in business. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, hit me up. 
I would love to be sponsored by all cool. kinds of people. Do it. Yeah. Well, this has been really fun. Yes. And Thank you, Tom. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was <laughs> yes. really, really fun. I've drank like four coffees. I'm bouncing off the walls right now. Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? Hi, welcome to today's episode of Ain't That Just The Way. Remember, you can always find updates on Instagram at A Just The Way or on Facebook at Ain't That Just The Way. And you can find our podcast episodes on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you can find us. We also have an email, ajustaway at gmail.com, where you can email us feelings, desires, needs, wants, dreams, passions, diary entries. Sure, even those as well. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Ain't Ain't That That Just Just The Way? Way. Ain't it just?